You know, I thought to myself, you just did a podcast right before the turn of the new year, but what the hell, why not do another one? Because there was so much that's kind of happened over the last 48 hours as I taped this on Monday morning. Tape, I sound like I'm from the 90s, oh wait, I am. So I figured let's do another podcast. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about the Colts, what we saw in the NFL over the weekend. Ball State deserves some love. And then the official announcement that's going to come later on today, uh, Anthony Calhoun of Channel 8 here locally in Indianapolis mentioned it this morning. It's something that we kind of already have known. We just didn't know it for sure. It hadn't been confirmed that Indianapolis will become what I'm going to refer to as Bubble Town USA uh, in March for the NCAA tournament. All games will be played here in the Circle City of Indianapolis. Uh, We will dive into that as well. Hope you had a great new year. Um, I went a little too hard, but we had a good time. We were safe. That's what matters. And here's to big, bigger and better things for all of us in 2021. With that being said, always appreciate um, our sponsors. Flooring is forever. And Kyle Gilbert at Caliber Home Loans. Um, we will get to both of those coming up. But let's start with this Colts football team. What an awesome first half. Ten points in each quarter. First and second quarter, they looked well on their way to dominating the Jaguars and a Jaguars team that we saw kind of concede last week and got crushed to the Bears and then come out yesterday very flat. And then all of a sudden, some things started to change after halftime, which to Colts fans, in all honesty, weren't surprised by. That's kind of how this team has operated the last couple of weeks. Frank Reich, um, look, I like Frank Reich. I've gone to bat for Frank Reich many times. But you, you you can't be running, you can't be doing that Jacoby shit where you run him out and the defense knows on third and one what's going to happen. He's either going to run it or he's going to hand it off. And I know you want to get him in in some situations because he's making so much money. But when Jacoby Brissett comes in, when I'm sitting on my couch knowing it's going to be a run, I think Jacksonville, no matter how badly they want that number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence, they know it's coming as well. And you still got guys making money on the defensive side of the football for the Jaguars that are possibly looking for new contracts and are possibly looking for a new team that don't know what's going to come. So I didn't like that play calling. I thought it almost cost the Colts. I mean, the Jaguars had the ball twice down 20-14 to 14 with the chance to go ahead. Um, luckily, obviously, um, Jonathan Taylor just had an absolute monster game, career high, Colts single game high for the rookie. He'll obviously be rookie of the week. He'll obviously be the offensive player of the week. But, you know, that's where some of the negatives. Rodrigo's got to get it figured out because Buffalo's not a place that you have a have really have margin for error when it comes to kicking. I know the weather's going to be this weekend in the mid-30s. So, anyway, the Colts win, and we're sitting there going, all right, let's flip over to the Texans and Titans. Let's see what happens here. The, the Titans were blowing them out. I think it was a 20-point deficit at, at one point in the second half. The, the Texans come marching all the way back to take a 35-31 lead, and then ultimately... Um, I think it ended up being a yeah, it was a field goal game. So ultimately, the Texans fall to the Titans. The Titans on a doink get in. That wraps up the AFC South for the Jaguars. Or excuse me, for the Jaguars. Hell no. For the Titans, gives them a home game against the Ravens. Puts the Colts in the wild card on the road, 1 p.m. against the Buffalo Bills. We are all cheering for the Texans, so that the Colts could have a home game. I thought going in the last couple of weeks when the playoff picture started to become a little bit more clear, I thought the Colts best. Uh, I, I thought the Colts could handle anybody in the AFC except for the Chiefs and the Bills. So, um, not to be Debbie Downer here, they are what six and a half point dogs heading into Buffalo. But again, anything can happen. Josh Allen can beat you on the run, beat you with his feet. 
to use a Rick Venturi terminology, you have to keep him in a phone booth. You have to play him, keep him in the pocket, make him make decisions immediately. One, two, three type count and don't let him scramble and beat you with his feet. We know he can rush for upward of 30, 40 yards a game, extend play so across his body. He's got one of the strongest arms in the league. Um, the Colts, there's no room, there's no margin for error, especially if they win when they and then they would get Kansas City. There is zero margin for error. Um, Phillips' foot's going to have to feel better. Phillips' foot's going to have to be there because it seemed like he missed some throws and couldn't, not that he could scramble anyway, but couldn't really move and get comfortable with that foot. I think the defense is going to play well. I think this is going to be a very, very low-scoring game, a defensive struggle, 17-10 type of slow-moving uh, your typical early January in Buffalo game, if you remember you know, early January playoff games in Buffalo, it's been years, I know. Uh, the Colts, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to win, but I do think that they have a chance because, again, I'm a believer that anything can happen in the postseason. And then we watched last, last night the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. Oof. Well, it's just proof that, one, the NFL has us because we'll watch. Look how many – I mean, I was one of them. People were tweeting late Sunday night about that game and about Sudfeld, the IU quarterback, coming in, benching Jalen Hurts, the, the emotion of the New York Giants fans, the emotion of the Washington football team fans. I love that young defense for Washington. I love the, the comeback story of Alex Smith. Obviously what Ron Rivera has gone through, um, but I would be surprised if Tampa Bay didn't go in there and just whack them. Uh, but good for the Washington football team, everything that they've gone through on and off the football field this year. It just proves that um, the NFL has us, and we will watch. That was obviously the only win and get in type of game. It was it was uh, it was an ugly football game, but but we all watched, and the NFL had us all day on Sunday. I mean, nobody was tweeting about the NBA until Steph Curry scored sixty two, which was which was awesome. I think he'll touch seventy this year. So, looking ahead to um, the playoffs coming up this weekend, the Nickelodeon game should be fun. The Saints and uh, Saints and Bears. My winners: Seattle beats the Rams. Tampa Bay beats Washington. Baltimore beats Tennessee. I know that's going to be that's probably one of the best games of the weekend. If you can eliminate uh, Mr. Henry and learn from your mistakes last year, Baltimore has been hot. I think they got a chance to win that game. Saints beat the Bears. Steelers beat the Browns. And I do have the Bills beating the Colts. I know that we don't want to hear that, but it is what it is. If you're looking for high quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, 100% kid proof, waterproof. And pet-proof Cortec flooring is the way to go with beautiful options from wood to tile looks. With the built-in cork backing, creates an extra layer of insulation, easy to clean and won't stain. Get a hold of Harley today, 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com. Quick, big shout-out to the Ball State Cardinals. They should finish ranked uh, for the first time. They win their first-ever bowl game in big-time fashion over the San Jose State. Uh, what are they? The Trojans? Doesn't matter. San Jose State had a good year. They really did. They, they were ranked in the top 25. They had beaten Boise State. They kind of ran through the Mountain West, won some big games. Uh, but Ball State was motivated going into that game. Hopefully news is going to stick around. I think uh, NFL jobs could call, come calling again. Bigger college football could come calling again. I think for Mike New, though, he's having fun in Ball State. He sees what he's done with the program and his alma mater, and I still think there's a chance that he sticks around unless a major college um, comes calling. And it's obviously hard to say no to that money and hard to say no to – um, the advancement that that would be able to give you in your career going to a big school or a D, you know, a bigger D1 school or a Big Ten school. So um, congratulations to the Ball State Cardinals. Before we get into Bubble Town USA, because I am so excited that it's official, and again, I'm taping this on Monday morning, so 
I know the official announcement is going to come out today. I don't know if they're going to give you the logistics of where things are going to go. We're going to dive deeper into that as well. But wanted to let you know the mortgage rates are at an all-time low. If you own a home, a refinance could save you hundreds on your monthly payment. We just got through the holidays. January, time to better yourself. Maybe save some money, get a little bit more money in your pocket. Give my buddy Kyle Gilbert a call at Caliber Home Loans for a quick estimate on how much you could say. Call him or text him immediately. 317-680-6306. Again, mortgage rates are at an all-time low. Give him a call, 317-680-6306. So Bubble Dome USA is what I'm going to call it. It's coming to Indianapolis. The NCAA tournament, the entire NCAA tournament, including the play-in games, will be in and around, let's say, downtown Indianapolis. So I think Bubble Dome USA is what I'm going to call it. I still don't know if there's going to be fans. And again, I'm recording this, as I mentioned, before any official announcement, Anthony Calhoun of Channel 8. Um, had the news that we kind of we'd already known, but it wasn't official from the NCAA, so it's going to become official later today. And I kind of talked to this with a buddy the other day, and you know we were discussing you would like to see maybe a little bit of a venue change throughout the tournament. So maybe if you have four courts at the convention center, then maybe you take this, you know, you you do it there, and then maybe you take. I don't know because I don't know if Marion or UND or even what people forget where, where, the, where IUPUI is playing some of their games again is back at the jungle. Do you have the TV setups? Do you have the internet capabilities to be able to do uh, NCAA tournament broadcasts from those facilities? So I am just intrigued by the logistical side of things. You know, how are you going to bust these teams in? Are they going to bust in if they're within four hours? What about those teams that, um, you know, are coming in from far away where they fly in. How do you bus them around? Can you get school buses from Warren Central or Ben Davis if these schools aren't in session in March and people are still doing schooling from home? Hey, if anybody's listening out there, Ryan over to Sports Corp, I'm willing to volunteer my time in the month of March if you need me. If you want to pay me, great. But even if it's to get these bus drivers where they need to go, I mean, you could rent me out a minivan and I'll usher some people around if needed. Any way I can help, I mean, I think this is awesome. I don't know if they're going to allow fans, probably immediate friends and family of um, uh, of these schools, I think would probably be the most uh, realistic situation. But hopefully it's good for these hotels. Hopefully it's good for some of these bars and restaurants downtown, depending on how they operate the bubble. If you're even allowed to go into restaurants downtown, you know the bubble may say, hey, no, this is your hotel. You stick to this hotel. We will have meals for you in the conference rooms. This is your, you know, you'll go to, you'll hop on the bus, you'll go to this said high school that is going to be, you know, within the bubble area for for your practice. You'll get two practices before your game, and games will be separated by an hour apiece if they're on the same court, enough time to sanitize everything, wash, you know, wipe and wash everything down. Um, but I would love to see just Banker's Life used for the Final Four, and then maybe for the opening weekends you use the convention center maybe you can do six courts there and you can do it all at the convention center then maybe sweet 16 and elite eight you move it to hinkle and the fairgrounds and you move the final i would i just kind of want to see a venue change because it kind of keeps a little bit of the same feel of the ncaa tournament not that it matters on tv and it probably doesn't matter to the players either so maybe it doesn't matter in general but but maybe just have the first you know you're going to have to have separations to where you don't hear a whistle from another game so i think there's obviously enough rooms 
and halls and big venues, as we've seen, if you've ever been to like the Big Ten, um, you know, the, the Big Ten Fest that they have there, there's enough rooms, the ceilings are high enough, c- c- capabilities of having, having probably, I would say, four to six courts, maybe a little bit more than that. I think, and, and I know people say, well, what about Lucas Oil Stadium? But why are you going to rent out Lucas Oil Stadium if you don't have, f- have fans? That wouldn't make sense. Um, but if you need the two courts and, and maybe the Colts are willing to cut you a deal, then you would do that. But I would just, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe you could play at IEPUI. You know, Marion's got good facilities. We know that UND's got a good facility. You could play those games there. Because, you know, the NCAA is going to come down and lay down their own court. As long as there's internet capabilities and enough room to maybe host some fans for each team, friends, and immediate family if they even decide to do that. Um, there's enough room to where you don't have to go to Bloomington. You don't have to go to West Lafayette. You don't have to go to Muncie. And the bubble can be Hinkle to the fairgrounds to, you know, Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and then maybe you expand that bubble a little bit to include uh, Southport High School, Ben Davis High School, Warren Central, Attics, um, Short Ridge. Because for practices, you don't need the full college court. You just need basically two hoops and enough room to run around. So um, I think you could utilize a lot of the high schools in the area. Um, as long, I mean, we've seen it. You know, when they do like the Battle for Atlantis, these dudes are playing in basically a ballroom. And they're warming up in a conference room. So, you know, you're going to need at least a day to give these guys, you know, hey, everybody flies in Monday and Tuesday. Maybe you stagger it. If you play on Friday, if you play on Thursday, you fly in Monday. If you play on Friday, you fly in Tuesday. Get these guys in the gyms. Get these guys into local high schools where they can practice, have some shoot-arounds, even if it's 45 minutes to an hour apiece. Have volunteers from the NCAA and, you know, the wipe things down to escort these people. Um, I'm intrigued by it. I would love to be in that room. I'm obsessed with, like, the bracket process. And I really love and intrigued by this process of how this is going to go down. So uh, the Bubble Dome USA, the NCAA Bubble Dome coming to Indianapolis. And I can't wait to see what it's about, uh, how it is, what it's like, where they send everybody, where the venues are going to be. So um, if anybody's listening and you need a volunteer or you're looking to hire somebody part-time, Hit me up. I would love to do it and be a part of it. Thanks for listening to the Tony D Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever and Kyle Gilbert at Caliber Home Loans. If you need new flooring, you know, new carpet, need a change, 317-755-1246. Check them out, flooringisforever.com. And again, if you want to save money and use that money that you save by refinancing your home to maybe get some new flooring, give Kyle a call at Kyle at Caliber Home Loans for a quick estimate, 317 317- 680-6306. Call or text 317-680-6306. Happy New Year. Let's have a great year on the Tony D Podcast. Thanks for listening.